0: is actually you are a real runner with jacqueline riccio hey it's jacqueline super excited to be here for another episode um we just got to a new airbnb where the floor is tile and the walls are concrete and it's basically one big giant room it's definitely meeting our needs kind of what we need for our work from home road trip obviously not the best uh for making a podcast so Oh, sorry, sound quality on today's episode is not that great, but I promise you the content will be great and it will be helpful. Um, I dove back into some questions that I've received over the last few months. And a big one that I hear a lot from people um, is how to to keep consistent and and also not even just that, but how to get back on track when life gets in the way. So for this episode, we're going to mostly talk about food. Like how do you get back on track? Like, right? life is going to get into the way no one's life is perfect (laughs) This, this can be a good example like my life is not perfect um but how do you actually get back on track and how do you actually stay consistent with food when life gets in the way um so when i was kind of prepping for today's episode i was like okay cool when are there times in my life that i have struggled with being consistent with food or i have struggled to get back on track when life has gotten in the way because life will get in the way. I think a lot of times, like sometimes I, um, I work with clients and they will tell me that they're kind of waiting for this time where everything will kind of clear up and they won't have any struggles or any conflicts on their calendar. Um, and that never actually happens. I think we can point back to 2020, you probably had very few social things on your calendar and you know you were kind of at home there wasn't a lot going on and even during that time it's like well you know things still like things still pop up it doesn't you know just because there's nothing on the calendar things are going to happen so really the truth is it doesn't matter what period of life we are in there are always going to be things that pop up and get in the way you are never going to experience a period of time where there are no conflicts And I would even argue, and I'll go back to like my experience with full 30, that month we moved from Chicago to Atlanta, um, February of 2016. And I basically stayed in the house so that I could avoid all conflicts when it came to food. And it was one of the most miserable months of my life. I was perfect with food that month. I did not stray from that diet at all that month. And it was one of the most isolating, depressing, terrible periods of my life. Right. So um, yeah, it's actually okay if life gets in the way. That's actually pretty normal. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your schedule. I think learning how to like be flexible with food, so consistent but flexible with food, so that you can actually maintain it and like sustain these things. That life is getting way. So I, I um, already alluded to that. Like. during the periods of time that I struggled, um, like whole 30 really did not set me up for success. Uh, I was either doing it completely perfect so that I, you know, and setting my life life up in a way that I was avoiding all of those conflicts because my fear was if I messed up, I was going to have to start over. Right. So like having that streak was really important to me being really perfect was really important to me because I was going to have to start over at zero. If I wasn't not really a great way to live life. Um, I also think about too, pre whole 30, <laughs> before I did whole 30, um, I think I really started feeling really uncomfortable in my body and like in my skin and the way I felt enclosed kind of around the time that I was 29. And I was kind of looking to my 30th birthday. And that was when like 21 day fix was super popular on the internet, on Facebook, and everyone was doing these groups. And during that period, like I was a teacher Um, I was really stressed out from work. I had a terrible relationship with myself, with food, with taking time for myself, like actually taking lunch breaks. Um, I had a really terrible relationship with my self-talk. And I, I say these things because that kind of perpetuated the behaviors that happened with food and kind of, like if something went wrong, if life got in the way and I messed up with food, I would probably binge. And then right, because I had like a poor view of myself, I would just berate myself about like, what a piece of shit I was, how I couldn't stick to anything. So really poor self-talk. And I think that a lot of people struggle with that. We, we think in our heads that we have to be perfect with food. And then if we're not, if life gets in the way and we're not perfect with food, we're we're crap we're the worst ever obviously this is so much easier for everyone else and we're the only ones who struggle and like really talking really poorly to ourselves it is this interesting thing where on the one hand like i'm going to talk about right like a system for actually staying consistent but also if you have poor self-talk if you have poor beliefs about yourself if you are just your number one enemy and you're the biggest jerk to yourself um this isn't going to work so it is like you have to work on these systems but also you have to work on being a kind person to yourself and when i say a kind person i don't mean being a pushover it's kind of that no nonsense nurturer like um you can help a kid in school you can hold them to a high standard without berating them without being a jerk to them and that's kind of what we want for ourselves but okay so here is what i would suggest in how to get back on track when life gets in the way and really how to stay consistent and not let those things that happen in life completely derail you. So I think the first thing is one, letting go of the idea that life that things are going to be perfect, that one, life is going to be perfect, or two, that the way you handle food is going to be perfect, because that kind of sets you up. If it's not perfect, then you fall into that mindset, that all or nothing mindset, right? If you're not doing all, then you're doing nothing. You're like, oh, I completely blew it. And because I messed up, I am going to say, screw this and just completely snowball. So I'll see this for a lot of people, you know, Thursday, like Monday, Tuesday, things are going great. Wednesday, oh okay, it's all right. Thursday, you're just so stressed from work. You go to happy hour, you get onion rings. You're like, oh my gosh, I just ruined the way that I'm eating. I might as well stop at McDonald's and get a, you know, a McFlurry and also go home and eat a package of donuts. So it's like, well, okay, instead of letting it snowball, maybe you're allowed to have onion rings. Maybe you have some onion rings without eating all of the onion rings. So kind of like allowing for that novelty and not thinking because you had onion rings, you completely blew it, you didn't. You are a normal human who enjoys food. It's okay to enjoy food, it's okay to indulge. It doesn't feel good to overindulge, but I think that learning to accept that. You don't have to be a perfect eater. That's actually going to help you in the long run. If you have these expectations that you have to be a perfect eater or you're just completely trash, like that's not going to work out so well. So That would be the first one. Let go of that idea that you're supposed to be perfect or you're complete trash. I think the next one, number two, would be having a simple system. Um, for me, that is the five keys. Like I learned back in that February, yeah, February, 2016, when full 30 kind of crashed and burned in March, when I had that pizza binge, I started thinking about like, well, what, you know, what is actually sustainable? What actually can I do long-term? And I was like, okay, cool. I need to have plants and protein. That makes me feel my best. I like to practice having a little bit of processed fun food. I also need plenty of water and I need to plate it. So having a simple system, I think the five pieces is great. Um, that is actually going to help you stay consistent with food. Um, I would also argue too, that is gonna help you stay on track and also get back on track when life gets in the way. Uh, we're currently traveling, <laughs> we've been on the road for 18, almost 19 weeks. Um, I can stay on track with food when I'm doing the five Ps. It works pretty easy. Um, I cannot, I would not be able to do a whole 30 while on this road trip, like absolutely not. I would not be able to track macros or calories, you know, or use a food scale or like, I just, I just couldn't, it would be so much mental work. It would be so difficult. I would be isolated from situations that I want to be a part of. There are things that, you know, I'll accept difficulty and challenges in my life on like things that I want to work on, but doing something complicated, like tracking macros, absolutely not. Not for me, not for the lifestyle and the life that I want to live. Doing something restrictive like whole 30 or keto or the carnivore diet, absolutely not. Not something that I want for me. It's not sustainable. Um, I actually can stay consistent with the five Ps. So <clears throat> I think that's the big one, like having a simple system. For me to something that I've learned through the years, and I have I really learned this in 2018, when I started working from home and I started working for myself, um, and, and I was more so in charge of my own schedule, I learned that I need um, I need something on paper <laughs> for me to track what's happening. When I didn't have things on paper, when I like look at my schedule or like, what am I doing or what am I accomplishing today, it was really hard for me to make sure that I actually took action. There a lot of times I would get to the end of the day and just feel unaccomplished. I just did not have like a good schedule for my day. And so I I started by scheduling like, I am going, you know, go for a walk, (laughs) go for a a dog walk, go for a Jacqueline walk. Those are things that I started putting on my schedule. But it also kind of led to like, actually eat breakfast, Jacqueline. Like So that's something I have on my schedule. Even now, especially during this uh, work from home road trip, I have on my little planner, and my little um get consistent workbook like eat breakfast and it just says the five p's and i just like colored it in i accomplished that eat lunch sometimes i need to remind myself to go do it uh, which feels silly like i don't know why i do um, but it i i just need that extra reminder and for me because i spend most of my day on computers and on screens i like having it on paper I like using something tactile. I like putting a marker in my hand, getting to color something. Um, It's nice not looking at a screen. I I personally, for me, like, I just, I don't want an app for this. I just want it on paper. So I think that that piece, it is just really nice. If you're old school, like me, you like having a little workbook, you like making to-do lists. It helps you feel good. It helps you feel accomplished. You get a little dopamine hit. Having paper is the way to go um i also side note with this like i am on for oh, for a while i've been on like a the algorithm on instagram like about adhd um and sometimes i look at some of like symptoms that are, you know oh hey if this is something you struggle with maybe you have adhd and whether i have it or not there are definitely things that i relate to i would say i'm not a hyperactive person um by any means but the getting confused on what i'm supposed to do struggling to take action things kind of feeling like a mess or disorganized like a lot of times things in my head in my brain i get i just like i get so confused what am i supposed to be working on that's a question that pops up all the time what am i supposed to be doing right now what am i supposed to be working on what what should i do next like i finish a task and i'm like i don't know what to do next and then that's usually where I or people, we turn to our phones, we scroll. Um, so anyways, those are things that I have struggled with. And I've definitely gotten better um, in getting myself to take action. But really, the way I have gotten myself to take action and not get confused on what it is I'm supposed to do next is by having it on paper. So it's like repeatable system. It's like I do the same thing every day. Um, so if my brain, if I'm like, I finished a task and I'm like, what am I supposed to do next? What am I supposed to eat for lunch? What am I like? When do I eat my meals? It's on my sheet of paper. So I don't have to sit there and wonder and question and allow for that time to just get confused and waste time and then probably get off track. It's like, Hey, you don't know what you're supposed to do next. <laughs> Look at your sheet of paper. Um, and I mean, honestly, this comes from being a kindergarten teacher, like that was something having a schedule in my classroom that was visible for me and for my students to see it helps reinforce them like this is the schedule of our day. This is what comes next. If you're unsure, you can look up at this schedule, this visual, and so that's really what it is like my little get consistent um, workbook is basically a schedule that you would have up in a kindergarten classroom. Um, It sounds silly, but I have learned in working with adults that adults, myself included, we are just five-year-olds in bigger bodies. We need the same structure, routines, procedures that you have to teach to five-year-olds. It it works really well for adults as well. So I would highly recommend that, the two pieces. Having the simple system that that can help you stay consistent with food and having something on paper to help you track, that is going to help you get back on track when life gets in the way. Um, the thing I love about my, the way I do it with my workbook, and this is something I give to clients, by the way, um, I color in green, like, great, I did that. So if there is, and if I, if I miss it, I just color it in red. What's nice is if you mess up, if there's a little red box, oh, I forgot to take the dog for a walk. I ran out of time, whatever you have, you can see all of the other actions that you're going to take all of the other things. And it's like, I don't have to throw the rest of the day away. Right. Or look, I messed up. I missed this. Like one or two things that I was supposed to get done, but I also accomplished these eight other things. Like I'm good to go. So really having the simple system and the piece of paper of what I'm supposed to do, that actually does really help me one, stay consistent with food and to get back on track. If life gets in the way and I completely mess up. Okay. So the next thing I want to chat about is like what my day looks like when it comes to food and how I actually stay consistent. So I talked a little bit about the five P's, but, um, I, so I hear from a lot of people like, oh, cool. The five P's and the thing that has actually helped me stay consistent is deliberate action with the five P's. By that, I mean, I'm very deliberate about how I build my meals. I'm not like, oh, what should we have for dinner? Let's have, I don't know, pizza. It's like, well, no, that's fine to have pizza, but we also need to have plants and protein. Pizza is the processed, <laughs> the Plants, protein, a little bit of process. It's okay to have pizza, but I'm starting with where are my plants and protein? So as I am building meals, and I would say I'm not very... Um, I'm not type A about this. I don't plan my meals to a a T, but like when I grocery shop, I'm getting plants and protein. Like those are the main things that I'm buying. So when I go to my fridge and I'm like, hey, what am I gonna eat today? It's very simple. I'm gonna have plants and then have protein and then I'll get the other stuff. So for breakfast, this has been kind of my go-to breakfast here at this current Airbnb on our work from home road trip. Um, super simple, but my go-to pre- breakfast has been yogurt. And I'll stop with that. I should actually start with the five piece. So let me run through that. I will start like, okay, I need some plants. I'm gonna have um, a handful of blueberries, rinse those off. um, And I slice up half of a banana. So I have my plants and then my protein. I'll look at the container of yogurt, eyeball like, okay, what is the serving? I don't know if it says a cup or three-fourths cup, or if the package says like, hey, there's five servings in here. I kind of eyeball. Okay, what do I think like if I were to divide this up by five to get five servings, what would that look like? I prefer to not use many measuring cups. So I just scoop it out with a spoon. Now have my plants and have my protein, but I'd like something fun to this. I'd like, you know, some novelty, something to help make this meal actually taste good and it be something that I look forward to. We I have this ginormous bag of um puffed quinoa that I was trying to use for something and ended up not working out. But anyways, I have this giant thing of puffed quinoa. So that's a little bit, um, I'll do like a sprinkle of like a zero calorie sugar substitute and then some sunflower seeds. That's kind of my processed and fun foods that adds novelty to what I'm eating, plenty of water. I grab one of my water bottles um, and I do have coffee with creamer with this by the way, and then plate it. I'm actually sitting down with this bowl of food and eating it. So that's kind of like what my go-to breakfast has been. Um, lunch, I personally I personally do not eat a snack in between breakfast and lunch. Breakfast that usually gets me to lunch. So that'll last probably about four hours. And then I'm eating lunch. And lunch, honestly, for the last few years has been a five-piece salad. It's just an easy go-to thing. Um, I might have leftovers or like a can of soup with something else, with you know, making it five piece, but usually it's a five-piece salad. So I don't have to think about it. But again, I start with, okay, if I'm going to have a salad, a five piece salad, I start with my veggies, my plants. Great. I have a package of salad, like, so that might be kale or cabbage or um, romaine. So I have my plants, and then I need some protein. So that might be plant based. I might put a veggie patty on there or some chickpeas, some other beans, or it might be some leftover chicken or a grocery or chicken or um two or three hard boiled eggs or sometimes i'll just do a fried egg and put that on top or if we had tacos like some taco meat so i have my plants i have my protein a little bit of process some salad dressing or maybe some crunch up tortilla chips um some cheese plants protein a little process plenty of water grab a water bottle plate it sit down and eat it right so again going back to the original question how to keep it consistent with food i have a simple system I take deliberate action with that simple system. I'm not like, that's cute. That's something I learned. I'm not actually going to use it. I am actually implementing it. Um, I'm gonna go through, sometimes it's helpful to hear these. I hope I hope this isn't overloading boring, but like for a snack. So I'll usually have a snack between lunch and dinner. Um, and that will be maybe a sneaky snack plate. So again, plants, I might have like an apple or maybe it's some carrots and hummus. Um, so that's my plants protein. It might be like some edamame or it might be a protein shake. Um, and then a little bit of process, maybe it's some pretzels or, um, some pita chips. Um, I don't know, kind of mix it together, plenty of water, plate it, actually sit down and eat it. Um, dinner, usually dinner is like some sort of frozen veggies. There's my plant, some sort of meat, chicken, steak, um, meatloaf. Uh, I don't know. You know, just like a basic. I think that a lot of people for dinner, it's a veggie, a protein, and a carb, and that's usually what we do too. And then it like a potato or a rice or um, tortilla, is something that goes with it. Plenty of water, plate it right. So it's like it's very repeatable. There's not the way to stay consistent is actually to do the same thing over and over. Um, people might think that that's boring. But that is really how you stay consistent. You, you have to have a system. Um, and then some novelty at the end of the day, I'll have some sort of dessert. It might be a cookie. It might be um, some, some ice cream. It might be a protein shake with some pretzels, um, but just a single serving dessert. So when we start to seek novelty, when we're starting to get bored, it's like, well, I remind myself, actually novelty is already built into what I'm eating, but also maybe I did want to have that pizza. That's okay. I'm allowed to have pizza, but I'm going to have a giant salad that goes with it. Or if we go out to eat and we're getting, you know, if I get a burger, okay, instead of getting fries, I'm going to have a salad or the veggies that come with it. Um, So going back to the question about, but what do you do when life gets in the way? (laughs) What do you do when, you know, your kid is sick or um, a relative relative dies or um, you're on a road trip and you don't, you know, you miscalculate the things and you don't have any veggies in the car with you. I think you just do the best that you can. You do the best that you can and you move on. Um, This is, this has been like the biggest thing. I know for me, eating this way helps me feel the best. When I don't eat this way, I feel tired. I feel lethargic. I don't feel good. So it's like that is the motivation for why I eat this way. So if I mess up, there's like natural consequences built in, like things aren't, things aren't running smoothly, bathroom situations, low energy, right? So it just is like a reminder, like, hey, I do want to eat this way. So you get back on track by just taking the next action, not building it up to be this big thing like, oh, you know, you messed up that, again, that poor self-talk, you messed up, you're a failure, you're the worst. Like we build these sob stories that kind of keep us stuck. So it's like, oh, mm, that didn't go so well. I'm going to go take a different action for my next meal choice. Um, Again, the five P's, super helpful for your next meal choice. Um, And then I think the last thing too is like, just do something instead of anything. Um, that was something I learned when we were in Thailand on our honeymoon, we were in Thailand for three weeks when you are traveling. Um, sometimes it's not that easy to get vegetables, but if you go somewhere like in Thailand, it was very easy to get fruit. If you go to a 7-Eleven, which there are a million 7-Elevens in Thailand, it's kind of a crazy thing, but anyways, it's very easy to get fruit at a 7-Eleven. Even in Chicago, I shared, um, I went to go volunteer at the Chicago Marathon. I thought that they were feeding us breakfast. We got there and they're like, no, we're feeding you lunch. I was like, crap, I need to eat something. Hopped over to the 7-Eleven. Guess what they sell at 7 <laughs> 11 They sell bananas, two for a dollar. I grabbed two bananas and a protein bar, right? Is it ideal? No. Was it something instead of nothing? Sure was. So that's kind of that idea like, instead of this all or nothing mindset realizing there's this place in the middle where you go and do something you know would the creative whole 30 approve of my banana and protein bar breakfast probably not but guess what <laughs> this is imperfect eating not perfect um do or die eating it's like this is this is how you um you deal with life happening you have to be open you have to be flexible so it's like we have the structure in place, but also we have to be flexible with that and kind of do the best that we can and move on, right? Not sulk about how awful you are because you had a banana and a protein bar. I worked with a client a few years ago who told me how she was eating one of those little packets. Oh, I can't remember this peanut butter brand, but it comes into it comes in like a little packet. You can buy it for like a dollar, $2, or something it's like a single serving packet, And I remember her telling me, or maybe it was cashew butter, but anyways, she was like out eating it. She was doing Whole30. She was eating this and she was like, wow, this tastes so good. And then she turned the label around and realized that there was like sugar in there. There was honey in it, which is not Whole30 approved. And she felt so like, oh my gosh, I just messed up. Like, And it turned into this big thing while she's on Whole30 because eating sugar is a big no-no, Right. And it turned into this big thing. And looking back on it, she's like, how silly, like how silly these rules of Whole30 really set her up to feel like a failure and to feel like having a little sugar in that peanut butter or the cashew bar, or whatever it was, almond butter, I don't know, like that she was just the worst. And that's not true. She had something instead of nothing. It was probably better to have some of that instead of starve or go hungry. So I think that that's the big thing. It really is like, just go do something instead of nothing. If you can't do all that you want to do, just do something. And that is actually going to help you um, build in these behaviors. That is actually going to help you stay on track. If you're like, Hey, I'm doing something. At least I'm doing something. At least it really does help when it comes to your relationship with food. And even I would point out like today's podcast, like um, obviously recording <laughs> conditions are not the environment that I wanted it to be. And I had some choices. One, I could wait until I could have a perfect podcast, which I don't know when that is going to be, cause we're going to be here for a while. Um, so I could wait and then just not record a podcast, kind of that all or nothing mindset, or I could record a podcast where sound quality is not the best, but at least the content, I hope it was helpful. Um, you know, and I did something and I'm moving on. So I think that that approach, that is really going to help you actually stay on track. That is actually going to help you get back on track when life gets in the way. That's actually going to help you get consistent with your meals, which also brings me to my last point, Uh, my program, Get Consistent With. I actually have two spots left. I have only two workbooks left. Um, Again, this is a program that starts next week. Um, This program can help you get consistent with meals movement or mornings you get to pick we're going to work on one of those um over the next eight weeks this program is it's fun because it is a pay what you want what can you afford what is going to work for you um so you have that option that is the only time that i will be running it this way in the future it will be a 300 to 500 investment so i highly suggest if money is an issue getting into this now rather than later um basically we will hop on a call we will map out together over the, our 45 minute call, which are you going to work on? We're gonna come up with a, a customized success plan to get you to being a consistent person with meals over the next eight weeks or with movement or mornings. You'll also get access to my online portal, um, short daily videos that are going to help you develop the mindset and the behaviors and the actions that go along with being someone who's consistent with mornings, meals, or movement. And then each week, we'll hop on a 15-minute accountability check and call, just making sure that things are running smoothly. If things pop up, because they're going to, because you're a human and you have you live an imperfect life, I'm going to help you navigate um, and basically figure out how to get back on track and stay on track. So by the end of the eight weeks, you you can say, like, I am a consistent person. This is something I struggled with at the beginning of this program. I no longer struggle with this. This is something I struggled with for the past five years, the past decade or, you know, over the the pandemic. And now I see myself as a consistent person and can actually continue on with this because that's the goal. For me as your coach, what I want for you is to be able to continue on with things. You can do a whole 30 and restrict, you know, and stay in your apartment for a whole month and then uh, completely binge after the month. What I want for you is to be able to feel like hey, this is something sustainable. I can continue on with this. I have the tools and I have the resources and the mindset to actually continue on with it. That is more meaningful, more meaningful. And I would argue worth a million dollars. Once you develop that mindset, it is going to help you with your meals, but also really any aspect of your life. Once you develop that mindset, it's going to help you everywhere. So again, get consistent with, it is open. I only have two spots left. Grab a spot. You can go to systemsforselfcare.com. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. I will see you on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Bye.